union busting is always wrong. But but it's especially wrong when it's a hoe union. Yeah, that's oh, fucked shit. up. <laughs> Don't do that. There's this now that there are like Twitter accounts that post screenshots from like the Am I the Asshole subreddit. Like I officially <laughs> have just no more reason to ever go to Reddit, um, which is great. <sighs> Somebody posted this thread from Am I the Asshole um, for organizing a hoe union of girls in my college. Basically, what they did was these college girls. And there's up, only like six of them. Which, it, no, which the may- group chat grew from seven to 36. Ah, okay. Pretty much every girl in our social sphere was in it or knew of it. Nice. Now, basically what this was, um, it was, it started out as a joke. And this girl said to her friends that we should unionize. Um and we started a hoe union. We drew up a list saying we'd collectively skip or leave any party that let in or was hosted by a person who had sexually harassed any of us or anyone else, didn't let girls mix our own drinks or pick and open their own beers, uh, was racist, homophobic, fatphobic, otherwise bigoted about who they let in or were respectful of at the party, tried to enforce a ratio of girls to guys. And if the hosts had a reputation for pushing freshmen or inexperienced drinkers to drink heavily. That sounds all above board. Yeah. um, Good ideas. And most of the girls at least knew of it. And many of them did stick to the, uh, the, you know, they held the union line. No scabs. And no host cats. No. Well, she said it wasn't strict or anything. Like if someone in the group said we were leaving, it didn't mean anyone was forced to go. But most everyone would go anyway because when practically every other girl leaves, dot dot dot. Which, I get the fuck out of dodge. Yeah, you do not want to be one of the only women <laughs> at an at a party <laughs> full of dudes. <laughs> um, and so. She says, at first it was a couple of guys from, I, I, we're not going to become, listener, we're never going to become a podcast that reads Reddit posts. This is only funny because it's about a hose union. And it was okay. on Twitter, Elon's yeah. Reddit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, you know, a couple of guys got pissed off about it. Um, and eventually the school administration got involved. Uh, there, she was called in to talk to a guidance counselor who said that someone had reported that uh, she was leading a group that ostracized people. She said that there was a list of people who, if they came to an event, I'd organize it so every woman left. I said, there's not any list, just a group chat where people, you know, share if somebody has harassed them or whatever, if a party doesn't seem safe. Um, And anyway. uh, Somebody like tried to to complain to like the teacher. So Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This administrator said uh, it wasn't a a friend group. She was aware that we'd called it a hoe union and had rules. I'm trying to imagine what, if as an administrator, you're like, this sounds awful. It's just like, I can't imagine any adult, like, hearing that and, and doing anything other than, wow, these kids watch themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they protect them. You know, there's kind of this, like, uh, I think... <laughs> No, we're not going to talk about Johnny Depp. I swear to God, we're not going to do it. <laughs> no, we're not. I've drawn we're a not. hard line in the we're sand with that. It. But I think that what is happening here is like, oh, well, if targeted bullying is a thing and these girls seem to like they might be targeting these boys. Well, that's not right either. Right. Um, and so there may be some of that happening. Yeah. Sure. That's, you know, going on in any in any event. Never bust unions, even and especially if they are staffed by hoes. Yeah. But those hoes can bust. If they want to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like on their terms. Yeah. And, uh, you know. You That's can't... the whole point. Yeah. No. So Howard Schultz, who I believe would have Hillary Clinton said that she was going to make him 
uh, yeah, Secretary of, of Education. Secretary of, no, oh, of the no, Department of Labor. Labor. Yeah, Department of Labor, yeah. Oh, my God. Labor Secretary, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where we last left Howard Schultz, he was bricked up in the basement of a um, uh, Starbucks after being tempted with a cask of uh, macchiato. Right. Yeah, right. I, I learned after we finished recording the episode, Chris, that that was a reference to something that I had never heard of. Yeah, before. oh, yeah. I, yes. But, but I we still laughed that. heartily with you. Yeah. So. Thank you. Was, you saved the day. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Howard Schultz just went ahead and said in public uh, at an event with um, a lot of people in it. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it, a camera well, it was an interview with the New the York Internet. Times. Yeah, it was an interview with the New York Times. Oh, yeah, it was with like Cass Sunstein or something. Yeah. 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 And he said um, he was asked uh, if he could ever see the company embracing the union as part of a company wide transformation. And Schultz offered a blunt, one word response No. And then he kind of, <laughs> the interviewer kind of like um, pushed him a little bit more and was like, well, okay, but like, do you, you know, really want to violate uh, labor law on, <laughs> on, on stage? Maybe you want to walk that back? I'll give you an opportunity to walk that back. I mean, they're already a bunch of, ch- like, not chuds, but like libs rushing to his defense saying, well, he didn't say that he wouldn't negotiate. And they've always said that they would negotiate in good faith. He just said that he, he wouldn't embrace the union. He's not a hugger. Yeah. He's not a, he's, yeah COVID he's is a still out here, okay? COVID's real. <laughs> Um, but no, and his, his explanation for why is because, uh, he, his goal has always been there in the business of exceeding the expectations of our customers and says that the customer experience will be significantly challenged and less than if a third party is integrated into our business. Wow. Okay. So what, uh, what I heard there was, I don't make as much money. I, what I hear yeah. is, um, honestly, a bunch of polyphobia. You know, like really not interested in, in, in taking a third into the relationship. Yeah, like, you know, like, Schultz, it's 2022. You gotta, gotta, you know, get out of these binaries. You know, yeah. you gotta open your heart a little bit to the possibilities that maybe, you know, a union steward will actually repair the relationship that you, you have stra- with your strained workforce. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I mean, depending on how you, how you uh, interpret it, he basically just admitted that he will not follow um, the labor laws in this country that require him to negotiate with the union. But well, and see if if, if Hillary Clinton had won, if if, all, <laughs> if, all, if we hadn't failed her, yeah, if we just fucking sucked it up, yeah, voted blue no matter who, that, then then Howard Schultz would have learned mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the job a lot about labor law and this would have never happened yeah and and it would have just been voluntary recognitions uh, <laughs> all across the country oh they uh, starbucks also closed a union shop in ithaca with yes. no notice yeah wow. they did not tell employees they just literally want they received a letter from uh, a law firm that is a well-known union busting law firm they just got a letter saying you're closed now sorry but and wow. it, was like, it was like the big like the the busiest store in the area wow so it's not like it's it's not like they, do, they were underperforming or anything it's yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, that's going to happen a lot more. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to start doing that a well, lot. Well, I mean, they they kind of have to unless they are unless they're prepared to become an all unionized company. Yeah. They're going to have to do something to intimidate to stem the tides of this. And and but, yeah, close just closing down stores makes total sense. Isn't that like literally illegal yeah. though? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, like you know, it isn't. But I mean, labor laws are probably some of the most easily and often violated laws in this country. Yeah, like, well, we, it, it, do, we we ought to make a law about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then, and I mean, and then there are also laws that are backed up by like you have to put a sign in the break room that says you broke this rule. And, like that's the only thing that they days since uh, like breaking a labor uh, violation. Yeah, right. two. Yeah. <laughs> oh back no! To zero. Oh, go back to zero. Oh, Shit. Uh, but I, I guess we, you know, we could have hypothetically saved this for a wildflower. But um, the local Stuyvesant Plaza, um, yes. uh, uh, Starbucks, uh, won in a unanimous, unanimous. unanimous vote to unionize. 15-0. And if you look at some of these vote numbers, they're incredible. Like a lot of these Starbucks locations are voting with 80, 90 percent yeah. voting yes. Um, Sounds like they wanted to be organized. Sounds yeah. like it. So sorry to tell you, Schultz. That sounds like they want that third. It sounds pro- like this is probably your last well, chance you know, staying in this relationship, brother. And this is something that, like, uh, Schultz has said from the beginning: is that like we treat our our employees better than you know any any union company in the country. Yeah, and apparently not. Like because union because forming a union is very scary, very risky. You do it at great expense to yourself and your job security, and you're now paying dues. Yeah. Which means that whatever they are promising your employees is uh, a hell of a lot better than what you're giving them to the point that they're willing to, you know, risk their own asses yeah, for dip, it. Yeah, so. dip into their own pockets on the chance that they'd be able to get better through collective bargaining. Yeah. And I mean, the only reason that Starbucks has had such good benefits or had good benefits, like up until like, you know, there was like inflation and they did a lot of expansion, right? Like Starbucks was known as like a pretty good employer for a long time, basically up until COVID uh, when uh, they started doing a lot of drive-through work. And then it it just became like a, like a factory. You just literally shoot out When they had the app. Yeah, yeah, and the app. So they were getting lattes with like twelve pumps of caramel, chocolate yeah. drizzle, yeah. forty-one different kinds of foam, whatever right. else. Yeah, they like, were getting like these crazy orders. Yeah, that TikTok in a lot of fads. cases they could TikTok fads. That in a lot of cases they couldn't even make them. Like they would just be nonsense orders. It was actually a Chinese conspiracy uh, to <laughs> try and uh, stress out the American worker. Yeah. Uh, you know, to to That's push right. towards some type of you know. We have been begging revolution. for you know. President Xi Jinping to save us for many times for yeah. many years now. So <laughs> it's Russia, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, but no, they they um, they had those good benefits because they acquired a Boston area um, coffee shop that was unionized, and the and the way that they they did it was to offer all the benefits that the unionized coffee shop had. Yeah, and it's like and then and then they became ununionized because they got bought it by starbucks but like that's why it's it's because like, they had a, a union negotiated yeah. benefit that they had to match so well good on the stuyvesant plaza employees of that starbucks um hell yeah hope your uh, union uh is someday embraced hopefully there's a change of heart um you know i'm sure he can be convinced yeah you know <laughs> we just have to remember that he too was once a child <laughs> What? <laughs> you know, he's like Schultz, you know? Is he yeah. a child in need of an education? <laughs> <laughs> no, just like affection, you know? Like, yeah, sure. Like, oh, yeah, okay. like, th- think, about, think about the way that he must be feeling. I mean, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, now I, I can only imagine those. Uh, or I, I can't stop thinking of those Conor O'Malley videos where he wanted Howard Schultz to run for president. Oh, he, Howard yeah. Schultz was oh, running yeah. for president yeah. and but he yeah, was yeah. like uh he was like a psychopath in a in a in like a, <laughs> a, a, a aluminum recycling plant like screaming into a GoPro. <laughs> Howard 
She's the coffee man to be president. Defeat <laughs> <laughs> the orange man. Oh, man. So we have a couple of local stories to get to. Yeah. yeah. Want to dive in? Oh, yeah, man. let's do it. Where, where, where do we want to can't, start? Wh- can't, wh- what did you say? What'd you call oh, her? Oh, uh, more like Kim Fash McFear, son. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't quite work. No, I, it, it, no, it hits me just, just right every time. Yeah. No, uh, Kimberly, which I, <laughs> her name's Kimberly. I guess all Kims. Well, yeah, all yeah. Kims are Kimberly. Yeah. Are Kimberly. Yeah. I don't know, but they write, they wrote it out. Like, I've only heard her called Kim. Yeah. And and then when, That's like. That's because no adult is, yeah. is truly named Kimberly. Yeah, like, you can't. Yeah, it's Kimberly. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, she she uh, is got slapped with felony voter fraud. Yep. Yeah, ballot fraud. Ballot fraud. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so it turns out exactly what we thought was happening is definitely happening. So there uh, were there were like a couple of, you know, instances shortly after the last city council elections where residents were saying that they had they had received notice that their absentee ballot had been filled out, but that they had never filled out an absentee ballot. Um and so we knew that there was some kind of fraud going in uh, going on and then we also knew that Republicans had leaned very heavily into absentee ballots. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Which has um, been, you know, a trend over several elections. Sure, yeah. Like, when I ran for um, city council uh, for the Green Party in my district, mm-hmm. uh, I won on the, the day of the election by, like, 12 votes, and then I was defeated by, like, 10, because there was 22 absentee ballots in, in the, your little district. In my little district for the Green Party that were all Republicans. Yeah. And were all just, you know, went off without a hitch, didn't get lost in the mail, like totally above board, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, they probably just got dropped off directly at the at the uh, county headquarters like, by, by Jim Gully. Jim Gully, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Troy City Councilwoman Kimberly Ash McPhear, son, uh, resigned <laughs> from the city council on Thursday morning, a, a day after she pled guilty to a federal criminal charge related to her submission of fraudulent absentee ballots in last year's elections. Uh, the Republicans right now, right, have a four-three majority that is now going to be uh, d- uh, dissolved uh, with this because then yeah, that, it's done. Yeah, because uh, the way that the city the this works is that she resigns. Uh, the um, remaining city council members get to pick someone else, and in the event of a tie, which there will be, because it will be three-three. Uh, um, the mayor gets to pick, and yep. the mayor has stated publicly that he wants uh, um. Kimberly's uh, uh, <laughs> uh, opponent to to take the seat. Uh, it's Steve Figueroa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's basically said like they he's he's kind of treated it like an open and closed case. We are going to be appointing yeah. Stephen Figueroa, and and Carm is like, you know, oh, you can't should... do that. That's not democrat. I can't believe that the mayor's trying to subvert our legislative authority, and he doesn't have the right. And it's like. Carm, you know that this is you know that this is over. Like she's she's like, we want every single resident of District Two to have the opportunity to run for this seat and be considered for selection. So she wants a special election. And no, no, she she just wants she just wants a fucking parade. She just wants to like she wants a, a the the fucking uh, freak show to yeah. come parading through city through city council through city hall and say you know. Bunch of cranks, bunch of cranks. It'll be fun. I hope she gets. I hope that it happens because it'll yeah. be fun to watch. And then at the end of it, 
Steve Figueroa will be appointed <laughs> as a city councilor for District 2. Um, yeah, I, I don't know much about Steve. Uh, seems like decent guy, volunteer, like head coach for like a um, uh, basketball team, like, you know, just uh, volunteer. Uh, but, you know, hopefully better than uh, a uh, felon that was doing ballot fraud. It's so often that this happens in Rensselaer County. Isn't that weird? It's, it's weird. It's so weird. Like huh. every single election, the FBI does an investigation and somebody goes to jail or this is at the like minimum the like, third time that we've become nationally famous for election fraud yeah, yeah. like <laughs> and it's weird that like all these people individually without talking to each other decide <laughs> to do this and then get caught and then like and i guess like the other people just like don't see the consequences and they're like okay well we'll just do it this time instead and i'm sure they're not i'm sure there isn't like some sort of like grand conspiracy knitting together like a ton of different and it's it's bipartisan uh, yeah like yeah. who was the guy that um uh madden put up to beat um oh wiltshire, yeah, wiltshire. oh yeah oh yeah ernest everett yeah and, oh and then, yeah and then he everett. went to jail yep. for uh doing ballot fraud in, yep. in the same vein um yeah well, and so, the laportos are were that was Demo- that was yeah. you know uh what ballot were they, they literally they, stuff. They were literally they, they stuffing were old ballot school, boxes. literally stuffing ballots. Yeah, and they they're just they're about to name a, a section of uh, like Fourth Street in Little Italy over uh, after him. Well, yeah, because he's died. dead now. So yeah. anything bad that he did, yeah. And I'm sure that Kimberly personally herself and only herself by hand on foot did every one of those fraudulent ballots. I'm and sure nobody helped her. It's Not impossible, and nobody directed her. No, the fact that she was with uh, Aaron Lozier. When he was walking door to door in our district, I'm sure that's not that there was no connection there. <laughs> no, just normal, yeah, just normal, normal stuff. And the fact that, uh, um, uh, uh, she won the working families party, uh, primary yeah. as well, <laughs> and won by the amount of people that voted for her on that party line. And the fact that, like, Marquita Edwards lost her primary by exactly one, one uh, absentee, one ballot. absentee ballot, like, yeah. that's. I'm sure, I'm sure that's just a yeah. thing that that's just a coincidence or or that when we were campaigning for Marquita in in district six uh, uh Sarah McDermott was right behind us putting her fake uh green party uh or no working families party uh ballot and like, totally like, not like, removing yeah totally not removing Marquita's definitely no, not no yeah that's oh like are you, are you lawn sign uh yeah they're the little like, fire thing oh, yeah, like door yeah. door stuffers yeah, yeah. So, uh, this th- happens I, in your city too. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it well, does. Uh, it, I mean, it probably, yeah, it probably does. It's probably not as uh, straightforward as this and as like blatant. Yeah. Uh, but it, the, the United States is like a deeply corrupt country that isn't really very democratic, and you just don't notice because it's always been this way. And all you got to do is at the FBI and on Twitter and <laughs> just let them know like what's yeah, going on. Yeah. And it, you know, the, the problem really takes care of itself. It's, yeah. it's a functioning system. I don't see a flaw. And I mean, like, really, it does really though come down to like the fact that like so many newspapers. It, like local newspapers are gone so like no one's keeping anyone honest like no one's paying attention to these kinds yeah. of races all of the news network all of, like the the local news television stations are basically just like some sinclair affiliate that is going to go find the last car chase and like show that to you and not tell you where it is and just sure. scare you into thinking that you're you live in a 
crime-ridden hellhole. Well, I mean, like, that's... everybody is reporting on the story, right? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's reporting well, on yeah, the story. Well, yeah, after the it pro- happened. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The problem is that it's after it happened, and there's no investigation beforehand. Or, like, even just when that one guy said, like, hey, I didn't feel this... Like, did anybody yeah. go deeper? Like, yeah. did anybody yeah, the FBI further had to. investigate that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. The FBI had to. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's only a story because the FBI is, like, dealing with this. Uh-huh. And it's, like, or... And it's in court, right? If... if if they were, if, if any of, if none of, if no one was like already facing consequences, this would have never. Well, it's, it wouldn't be uh, scintillating <laughs> without, you know, some kind of like proof that it was already going on rather than in real investigative journalism. Yeah, but, but I think, you know, we overestimate the effect of like media coverage on stuff in general. I mean, you look at the Times Union, like basically doing a full like four um, you know, uh, I, I keep saying post, uh, four article expose on, um, the, uh, cover up of the Edson Thevenin murder and everyone got reelected. Like, you know, like, <laughs> there, there isn't, um, you know, to, to the degree that like these problems have solutions, it's in like the mobilization of people to put up actual alternatives that are viable enough to win. Like, you know, like, um, yeah, but they don't win if all the elections are rigged. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, so one uh, salutary donut to the FBI. Yeah. Um, good. Good job, yep. cop. Yeah. Uh, one donut. Enjoy the donut. Um, Nighthawk special. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, speaking of the feds coming down on on uh, folks, uh, this is a more national story. But you guys, have you guys been following the January six uh, proceedings? We have not. I have. David and I have paid zero attention to it believe it or not i'll be um, totally honest i don't understand what why we're doing this like i thought the impeachment it's hearings dog and were, right it's this what, is for what, the midterms dog and ponies? right yes yes yeah it's for the midterm it's yeah. for the midterm um ostensibly they're doing it to prevent another january 6th and or a actually successful uh fascist coup um but that's not playing out in terms of like the way they're handling it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, Why? Yeah, like if you were actually trying to stop a fascist coup from succeeding in the United States, the very first thing you would do is like arrest and probably jail the cops that like opened the barricades and took selfies and like let in, you know, <laughs> thousands of people to attack the Congress. Yeah. <laughs> like that. They, said they were like, you guys. <sighs> You're gonna have to go work for a police department in Virginia. Yeah, I can't believe you, you there silly like, boys. What, okay, we're gonna twenty of the hundreds and hundreds of cops that participated in this like fascist coup attempt theater um, actually got any like even slap on the wrist. Like yeah. they didn't see jail time. Like you know, yeah, I think no, the, if you got fired and probably you know swiftly transferred to a to a nearby police you know department. But. There, there's a Rensselaer sheriff deputy that was that was there. Uh, participating yeah yeah participating, yeah. yeah yeah but chris yeah. means like capital well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i know like I the know, people who literally like didn't follow both the orders that they had and also like the law and just like let the people who they had political affinity with just like literally attack congress yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know if you were trying to prevent this from happening again like that's obviously good the, place to start <laughs> yeah it's your first last and only line of defense <laughs> but, like, <laughs> so instead what they're trying to do is like hurt trump's like I guess, like, PR for liberals that care about this type of, like, fucking investigation in the first place. Like, but I don't understand who it's meant to speak to. Yeah. This is, everybody yeah, yeah. is on the side that they're on. When exactly. It, on, this, on this topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It, 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 it's theater is for the Democrats to be like, see, we're doing something. Look at what we did. Right. Yeah, yeah we're, we're doing something. Yeah, because and, they're not doing any fucking thing else. Yeah. So they have to do something. If this is the best they can do, yeah. you know, 
But on the upside, a lot of hilarious shit is coming out. Like, did you guys hear uh, about the uh, the details, like, hap- uh, in terms of what was going on in the White House that have been exposed? No. Okay, so, like, William Barr is now, you know, Mr., like, uh, trustworthy. He's, he's on the good, yeah, he's yeah, a White yeah, House. Yeah, right, yeah, he's totally right, been yeah. uh, rehabbed, uh, as well as Mike Pence, hilarious. Which, 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 if anything, th- that's what this is doing. Yes. Right? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, rehabilitating the, the, like, the only people that were, like, good at their jobs at, like, using the u.s empire yeah. like they're the good ones i heard yeah. mike pence went and like like visited the site of heather hires like murder and yeah and, and, and like basically did like an apologia Ugh. it's like what the fuck dude you slimy piece of shit yeah, but gross. anyway um like what was going on uh, the castle drama in the white house at the time was that like basically right after trump was like and you're gonna fight like hell and go to the Capitol, <laughs> and like you know just like sent every his his people down yeah um the proud boys were like the vanguard they like went ahead actually while he was speaking yeah they were already like trying to breach the, the the barricades and stuff so there was definitely some like coordination going on early on within like the most fascistic like open elements yeah um and but the uh, the, the the thing that's so funny is that he just watched on tv like he, he like in the that's situation Donald where, trump's dream he, yes, like yeah. that's he, all he wants to do is just like watch tv watch everybody love him and like die for him on television yeah and so <laughs> all like this, a big mac in hand yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah. on and so and he's watching coke he's watching this um uh developing on in real time and, and doing nothing like everyone's like trying to like figure out what to do about the situation and like waiting for you know his 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 order as commander-in-chief to like how this should be all handled but and, he can't stand up because he has a boner <laughs> <laughs> so he's watching all this and he hears over the tv uh the chance to like hang mike pence and oh my god he, apparently <laughs> according to like mark milley he was like um maybe they should hang mike pence <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't stop them either, but like not yeah, for different reasons. But for different but yeah. reasons, yeah. It's just so oh funny. Fake friends, man. Fake yeah, friends. Yeah. Um, oh, they, he never liked Mike Pence. No, oh, of course no. not. Always hated of course him. Not. He only selected him because he was like, Donald Trump is such a fucking lecher that they needed somebody. You know, they needed to offset him to such an extreme degree that they were like, "Is there a man who literally will not be alone with another woman?" <laughs> And, there is, and, and calls he calls his, his wife, wife mommy. Mother. Yeah, yeah, mother, perfect, perfect. perfect. Yes, let's get perfect. him. So yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, now the Dems are going to give him, you know, a presidential medal of freedom, and like, you know, make him like the the narrative is that Mike Pence, like, you know, against the um, the orders of the Fuhrer, like, single handedly saved American democracy. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, it shit's funny. I mean, <laughs> it is pretty crazy that like. If Mike Pence, this one person, had made a different decision on that day, we would probably be living in a roughly forever altered country. Yeah, like we're, we're going to be in two years. <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe less. <laughs> yeah, no, right. he, he bought us another three or four years. Yeah, yeah it's like... We're, it's, which we're using to a great extent. <laughs> yeah, we're doing yeah, great things with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- yeah. really, uh, really putting the place in uh, tip-top shape. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's dark. It's really dark. I mean, like, when you think about, like, what the Dems are doing in the face of all of this is just, like, rearranging deck chairs on a sinking Titanic. And, like, you know, people are still talking about, and patting like, themselves on the back Yeah, and, 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 and there's no, These like... These chairs look great, guys. <laughs> fantastic. And there's no, like, plan for, like, taking back, you know, uh, uh, like, any, like, 
actual power moving forward. Like they're, they're talking about the three words on the lips of everybody in Washington for like replacing Biden is Buttigieg, <laughs> Bernie and Hillary. And the idea that, that, that is like, what's at the tip of the tongues of like, I'm embarrassed to say this, done. but of those three, I would choose Buttigieg. <laughs> we need to leave Bernie alone. We need to let that man fucking retired yeah, in the got, woods yeah. he's got some hypertension yeah. issues it, it, this is we yeah. cannot do this to yeah. him he's yeah. gonna die yeah i mean you know the the cia can't be defeated so they should just be crowned yeah <laughs> i mean hey you know at least he's gay yeah. that'll probably help gay people <laughs> and they really need help right now because they're getting fucking oh happy pride month happy oh yeah, pride happy, month. yeah, yeah. yeah. we're doing uh, oh, by visibility today speaking of pride and very visible and ghouls um liz cheney is like the co-chair of this uh, January 6th oh, commission. Awesome. Just like the, the, the daughter, what one, right? Like daughter of, uh, the guy who successfully stole an election. Yeah, former president. Yeah. yeah Dick Cheney. Yeah. yeah. And, and then two. Killed a million innocent people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then two, like her first, her first run for Congress, um, outed her gay sister. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Was he did that just to say like I'm I'm great. I I'm have an a gay ally. daughter. Yeah. Like right? Isn't no, that no, it? no, she did it. I think it was to oh, Liz dis- did it. Yeah, Liz did it. I think to oh. distance herself from her from her sister. Wow. I'm not like the old Cheney. Yeah. <laughs> well no and also like I'm not but like I, I, I don't approve of her lifestyle kind of thing. Like right, really? Right. I'm fairly certain that that's what happened. Oh wow. I don't recall that, yeah. but I believe it. Uh, fuck these cretins. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, just to be totally clear, um, the fact that a fascist coup in the United States um, is likely is sobering and really fucked up. And I'm only laughing because uh, I had to avoid crying. And that, like, because there's no effort that's sincerely trying to stop it. And it could be stopped. It literally yeah, could be. Yeah, and like, I mean, if, I'm not if, even if, convinced that it's likely. I think it's <clears> possible. But there's definitely... Maybe this is a good time to talk about this, given that it, it we, you know, it is Pride. Um, yeah. These thirty-one Patriot Front members. Oh yeah, Get, getting on were, the, uh, the the bang U-Haul. Yeah. So, <laughs> thirty-one as Patriot members uh, were arrested near a, a Pride event in Idaho after the U-Haul box truck that they were traveling in um, was pulled over by cops. A a uh, concerned citizen apparently saw these fucking freaks all wearing like the same clothes and white balaclavas yeah. getting into the back of a of a U-Haul box truck yeah. and in like a Marriott the parking like, lot. Uh, it it was absolutely an abused girlfriend of one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. and hats off. Thank yeah. you for your service. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, who knows what they would have done when they got there? Yeah. Like um this is in a relatively small town in Idaho and and they traveled as far as Virginia. Some of them, yeah, Washington State, Oregon, Virginia. Like they Texas, came from all yeah. over That's the country. Fucking nuts. To to because you know Patriot Front has like long been kind of ch- derided as like a small. You know, it's like of these kind of right wing guerrilla groups. It's it's probably the smallest one. Yeah, they spend a lot of their energy on branding stickers. Um, they their stickers are it's all of their like everything looks very slick. Um, and they have like a slick website and blah, blah, blah. They know but, how to wheel the QR code. Yeah, but they don't have numbers. Um, and they s- seemingly up to this point haven't seemed like they had organization, but, um, 
the fact that they had to pull from all over the country to get 31 dudes to show up in Idaho is, you know, probably a testament to the fact that they still have very small numbers. Um, yeah, Idaho should be a real safe territory for them. Yeah, I mean... Historically speaking. So, yeah, 31 of them, they were all wearing uh, khakis, navy blue shirts, and beige hats with white balaclavas covering their faces, and they had on patches for the, like, the Patriot Were they patches. armed? Um, no, they weren't armed. It doesn't appear to be. Or this doesn't say. It does not appear that they were armed. Um, you know, I, I have a pretty good idea that if they showed up, they might have actually got their asses kicked by, like, a crowd of just normal people. Maybe. Could be, like, yeah. you know. Like I, that's a very significant real possibility. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Too. So they, they 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 found riot gear. They found one smoke grenade and shin guards and shields inside the van. Shin guards. Shin guards. Yeah. So they didn't oh, find like. Owie. So it doesn't look like they had actual like um, offensive weapons, but they definitely. I mean, a shield. Not too difficult to turn that into an offensive weapon. And a smoke grenade, you know. The person with the shield, absolutely a cop. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Um, a single smoked grenade? They had one smoke (laughs) grenade. It was like, that's all I could get, man. I thought they were going to have more. It's a small event. I don't know. Maybe. Um, So they have been charged with um, conspiracy to start a riot. And there are these images of them all on their knees with their hands zip tied behind their backs. And it is a unsettling fucking image yeah um because they all have these white balaclavas covering their faces in this fashion fash violence where it's like the 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 responding authorities <laughs> look like football linebackers like they've got <laughs> they got all the, the armor on yeah it's definitely helmets. the spider-man meme yeah um, <laughs> oh man what so, a, what a fucking country yeah uh, all right. What what else we got? Uh, local. Uh, Want to talk about the uh, the TEA uh, at at the uh, the district court? Yeah, let's do that. Um, okay. So this is sobering. Um, if for no other reason than um, a person who I think has no reason at all to have been charged with what they were charged uh, with and fired was charged and fired when a number of uh, protesters uh, showed up at a uh, local district court to protest police brutality that had happened at a previous rally for this was before the um, end of the legislative uh, session where there was a huge rally for uh, just cause eviction. Mm hmm. And at the rally for just cause eviction, um, a number of uh, activists were assaulted and brutally uh, detained by police, including Salka uh, Valerio, and I hope I pronounced that right, uh, a lead organizer working with the nonprofit uh, Citizen Action of New York. Mm-hmm. And this is a uh, elderly woman of color. Uh, she had uh, has been dealing with chronic pain and injury from a car accident that happened years ago. And the police uh, targeted her on video. Uh, you can see sergeants, um, you know, uh, making it specific out of a sea of protesters that she was targeted and like physically assaulted, thrown to the ground. Oh my God. And there was um, a, a, an individual Nate uh, Hotchkiss, um, who, uh, you know, valiantly tried to protect her and was also similarly assaulted. And the video is really disturbing. There's there's a link in the show notes um, if you want to watch it, but there's lots of screaming, it's lots of chaos, and it's like police brutality. And so there was a whole crowd of people that came to the... um, 
uh, the court uh, to protest this. Uh, and amongst them was uh, one Kleana Lightborn, uh, who was recording um, what was happening and uh, it, it allegedly was like told to stop recording and then refused. And then immediately after that, oh, hundreds of cockroaches were released into the courtroom basically and all hell broke loose yeah. and people like freaked out and like everybody was evacuated and Kleana was uh had her phones uh tried to be snatched from her and apparently in the effort of not having her property seized uh she was uh you know charged with resisting arrest and all these like Jeez. you know felony charges and shit and so there's a GoFundMe we'll have the link in the show notes to support uh her um criminal defense um but yeah apparently uh she was also fired yeah for, for literally just being in a courtroom with a, a cell phone it's pretty incredible like, like so she she was accused of the reason that she's been fired for or she's arrested for this is not they they charged her with being a part of the uh disruption of the court and that she was using her phone to distract uh, the the court while you know her supposed co-conspirators released these insects yeah, that, that's tenuous um, connection. It's very, it's a, at yeah, best. it sounds real fucking flimsy. Um, so hopefully, Cleona b- beats her case. You know, yeah. Like, and I hope that she gets her job back. Like, I yeah. hope that it. Like, I hope that somebody comes to their senses and realizes like what a farce this is. She was working for the state senate, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah the state senate, and like, like the three of us. You know, full disclosure, like our acquaintances, at least of of, of Cleona. Yeah, Cleona's yeah, always been. Yeah. you know, like awesome and, to me like yeah, yeah i've known her for many years times, yeah, yeah. And, and they've never seemed to be someone that like wanted to threaten their job like like this no no right? always so extremely level-headed yeah like, uh, that, so it's yeah it just seemed it just adds a little extra hmm what's going on here so yeah fucked up um best of luck to cleana and to uh you know the other folks who were arrested who i haven't even seen reported like who they are which is another weird thing yeah. Is it like everybody's reporting on Kleana, but like not the people who released the cockroaches? Yeah. I guess yeah. just because Kleana is more of a public figure because it, she worked it, for the state senate. I don't and know. maybe they don't know exactly who released him. Like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. the whole thing about It's being... all weird. It's all very fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. It, it does just seem like the media wants to um, just like get out there as quickly as possible that, um, that these, that the people who released the cockroaches and Kleana are the, are in cahoots. Yeah, that's right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like, which while never providing like any evidence that that's the case. Yeah, just a yeah. lot of insinuation. You yeah. know, the only article that I found that was at least um, sympathetic to uh, the 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 fact that um, like they were there to protest a police brutality incident. Like the only one that mentioned that was yeah. like a medium article. Yeah, like all of the the local reporting has been pretty dog shit on this whole thing. Um, <laughs> Um, I think that sometimes it's useful to find the perfect victim, TM, somebody <laughs> yeah. who has like very obviously, without a doubt, been abused by the injustice system. How do you like? Do you like? Yeah, wow. Yeah, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, speak the truth to power. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I think that it, the the point is not to say like this guy didn't deserve it all those other yucky criminals yeah they did but it's really just to show that like if this person who was seemingly plucked out just out of a random morass of of individuals um can be treated this way then how many other 
populations that are already marginalized, that are already, you know, overwhelmed, over-policed, subjected to just the worst elements of our criminal justice system. This guy's a small business owner. This is a white guy. This is a white guy. This is a fucking old, old er, uh, gentleman. I don't want to be, like, rude. He's not, like, elderly. Yeah, don't be ageist. You know, he's, like, he's kind of a silver fox. He's got a, you know, he's got, like, a respectable older guy look to him. And so, um... He was in May 2020. He was flying from a DFW airport to go on vacation in New Mexico. And a year later, he was arrested on warrants that he had no idea were outstanding for him. So they arrest him. They don't tell him what he what crime he is accused of. And they throw him in um, a county jail in K County, Quay County Jail, maybe. Um, this was at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. So this was like early 2021 when things were really, really, really bad. Um, he says that he was held in grossly unsanitary conditions. Um, he was held there for 17 days without ever being told what he was being held for and without ever being given access to an attorney. Um, so basically what happened was... Back in May 2020, the year before this had happened, a stranger, somebody he did not know, shoplifted from a store inside the Dallas-Fort Worth airport. Yeah, like a duty-free or something. Whatever it was. It yeah. doesn't, the article doesn't say, somebody, you know, held up a store and stole some shit from oh, it. Oh, I, I think it was just shoplifting. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, even think that yeah, it was no, like right. armed robbery. Even, no, yeah. it wasn't. He didn't yeah. hold it up. He just yeah. stole stuff. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how you do an armed robbery inside an airport. No, that would be that challenging. Would, be a, I mean, I guess maybe deal. if you had like a very sharp. Yeah. Maybe if uh, you're martial artist and your body is a weapon. That's yeah. Good. Yeah, that yeah. One, yeah. 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 No, so he just shoplifted. Um, surveillance cameras caught the suspect boarding a flight to Reno. Um, when American Airlines was asked to turn over the footage of the crime, um, they instead just gave them a name, Michael Lowe. And so Lowe had been on the flight. It was a layover from Flagstaff to Reno before he got back home. And um, according to the article, this is from the Star-Telegram, at the time of the flight, Lowe had two-inch long gray hair and wore a mask. The surveillance footage, screenshots of which are shown in the lawsuit because he's suing American Airlines now, shows a man with a military-style buzz cut wearing no mask and carrying several items because, again, he had just shoplifted. <laughs> um, in any event, American Airlines still identified Lowe as the, shop, the shoplifter seen in the footage, and then based on that information, police issued two arrest warrants for Lowe, one for fel- felony burglary of a building and the second for criminal mischief. Um, so, okay, then he gets, uh, he was visiting New Mexico, seeing some friends with his dogs, and he, at a 4th of July party, somebody called the police regarding a disturbance, uh, an unrelated disturbance. This is why you don't call the police, folks. Right. Don't call the police. Um, they get there, they take everybody's information, and when they pull up his name, they see these two outstanding warrants, they immediately arrest him, they take him to jail, they lock him up for 17 days, they don't ever tell him what he did. That's so fucking insane. Yeah. So, like, just so I can put these events in order, the American Airlines just goes to, what, local police? Like, at the airport? 
and was like, oh, by the way, when you see this guy low, arrest him. They and they're were, like, okay. They were asked for the surveillance surveillance <laughs> footage. And instead of turning that over, they just said, oh, no, we know the guy. It's this guy. And they're like, okay, good enough for and us. And they're like, yep, sounds great. Okay, two warrants for him then. Um, yeah. So he got put in general population. There was no quarantine. Um, you know, this the article, like... Uh, he was strip searched. He had to bend over and cough. Like, I'm sure it was, you know, this is what happens to every prisoner. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was a very traumatic experience for him, as it is for anybody. Anybody being But again, this is one yes. of those perfect victim stories, right? So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. how dare they make this guy do that? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just like, wow, this is a really dehumanizing practice that we make people do. Yeah. No, I, th- um, I think if you steal, like, a bag of circus peanuts from the, uh, <laughs> like, convenience store thing at the airport, you should just get locked in a box for 17 days. And we well, should be able to open up that asshole and see what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And maybe there's also, more circus peanuts. He, he was talking about how a young kid got like pummeled nearly to death in front of him, and how the the uh, the guards just like let it happen. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, he, yeah, just like all these like horrors. Like they didn't clean up the blood for like six days. Yep. Like, and he slept on a concrete floor with a thin blanket. Um, you know, he saw just a lot of traumatic things happen while he was there, including the beating of this young, um, this young inmate. And so, uh, after he had been held in jail for eight days, he was taken to a judge. And even before the judge, they gave him no information about why he was there. The judge told him that he had two options, which were to waive extradition, um, which would have him delivered to a Texas authorities, uh. um, or wait for Texas authorities to pick him up. So the um, he waived extradition because the court suggested that he would do, that he should do so. Um, I don't, you know, which is worse is you know, like I don't know. Yeah, how could yeah, anybody yeah. know? Roll the dice. <laughs> how could here. you know? Yeah. Um, so finally, on his seventeenth day, day being held in jail, officers told him that he was being released. Um, they gave him the clothes that he had come in and they sent him out of the jail without any information about why he had been there in the first place or any resources to get him to anywhere, you know, safe that he was going. So he walked miles to a McDonald's. There he waited at a bus stop. He tried to clean himself in the McDonald's bathroom, but was kicked out by staff. This is a guy who 17 years, 17 days ago would not have been kicked out of a fucking fine dining restaurant. And now all of a sudden he can't go into a McDonald's to use the sink. Because he hasn't showered. He's, he looks, yeah, he looks like he, a transient. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Looks like a, somebody who might be assumed to be on drugs or something. Sure. Or someone who was in jail recently. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The bus ride the bus ride to Flagstaff was a 12-hour trip, but the bus broke down in the middle. It took Lowe two full days before he made it to his home in Flagstaff at 4 a.m. Upon stepping through the threshold of his home, the suit says Mr. Lowe allowed himself to sob until he could no longer stand. So after this happens, he's like, I got to figure out what the fuck. Obviously, like it, it would consume you, right? Yeah. If this if this incredibly traumatic event had just happened and you were just like sent on your way with no information. I mean, this is like. This is the plot of this old This is boy. something that if this. Had, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if this story had come out of Cuba, like everybody would be tisk tisking and say, oh, course, well, yeah, you know, of course, rights. that's what they do over there. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, have you heard of Guantanamo Bay? Man, <laughs> pretty, yeah. pretty crazy. Those Cubans, huh? man. <laughs> 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 uh, 
they, um, they actually just released new pictures from there, from back from, from 2002. From Guantanamo Bay? Yeah, it, all the way back from 2002. It's oh, really God. disturbing. Oh, they're, they're on the cover of the New York Times right now. Speaking of which, we're going to close out this episode with Gitmo USA, uh, another track off of the Ooh. recent uh, Zombie Giuliani release. Cool. Very good. Um, so he called around to various entities. He finally reached a, de- a detective at the DFW airport um, police department. And he found out what the charges against him were, but he didn't, he still didn't know why they had pinned it on him. And so um, the detective then had more bad news for Lowe. He told him that he was supposed to have appeared in court that same morning. And because he had not appeared, another warrant was going to be issued for his arrest. Oh my God. So, you know, he tries to convince this detective that he is not guilty of this crime, but the detective would not tell Lowe what the charges were based on and only said that American Airlines provided the information. Yeah, Kafka-esque. Yeah. Very big the trial vibes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so, finally, Lowe, like, just scraped together enough money to find an attorney. Because at this point, he's lost thousands and thousands of dollars in income yeah, fortunately he, he's like semi self-employed for yeah, the most yeah. part so like this is you know if this happens to you you lose work but it yeah. doesn't mean that you're no longer like you've been fired he hasn't been fired because he owned his own business yeah. but his workers were like suddenly adrift and yeah. like they had to like cancel contracts like just they were like we don't know where he is like yeah. he just he was fucking illegally renditioned yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to New Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. For, for weeks, <laughs> for weeks, for almost three weeks. Um, so Lowe finds a lawyer. Um, he finally um, they they contacted the DFW airport police to to get the photos that from this incident, compared them to him, and um, the and they sent them to the district attorney in Tarrant County, and um, the DA dismissed all charges according to the suit. But, you know. So where are the charges like, for American Airlines? Yeah. Who the fuck so, is going to go to jail for three weeks because they, like, gave the wrong name to the cops? And what about the cops who were just like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll just do that, and, as and, you said. And then also, like, can't you just, like, then, why, why did they wait so long to arrest him? If, they, if they're like, okay, the guy you want is on this flight. You can just, like, pick him up when the flight lands. Well, municipal, I mean, DFW police don't have the right to go to another state and another airport and arrest somebody. Yeah, but like, they can go tell them, tell the other. Can. Yeah, and apparently and the, the it, warrant is, like, international, or yeah, sorry, interstate, interstate. You no, know, it's like, not interstate. He was back where oh, he Oh, right, he was back oh. in New Mexico. That's why he yeah. got picked up. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. You don't, when you have a warrant out for your arrest in a city, uh-huh. people... Seven cities over do not know that. Oh, that's good. And you know he was flying to Reno, but I don't know that they had like his. I feel like you're fucking with me with all this. No, 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 no. Learning a lot of important stuff right now. Useful things in case I get a you know non felony uh, you know charge on me. But yeah, no, that's fucking crazy. And like, okay, is there a database where like just just for people's individual rights out there who are paranoid like myself is there the ability to like see if i have any warrants out can i do that as like a private citizen i don't think so now if that's the case this is so fucked up because there's nothing this guy could have done at all to be like um uh what do you call it like um proactive about his like, like even responsibilities. if he had perfect knowledge yes yeah, so, yeah. Well, like even if he was just paranoid as hell and didn't want to be you know re-traumatized like what's keeping this guy from this happening to him again 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like... I would I, I would just constantly live in fear that that would happen to me again for no fucking reason. And I'd be pissed yeah. the fuck well, off. I can't called, just that's Google... That's post-traumatic stress right. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. And yeah, yes. That's, yes. Yeah, that's what it does to you, is that yeah. it makes you constantly afraid that, but, like, that you, you're never safe. Yeah. But there's 50 states, and, like, you can't, you know, fucking, like go into hey do i have a worn out.com and like put your name in and be like oh shit i'm gonna go turn myself in yeah i got the wrong guy but at least i you know <laughs> i mean sometimes in some places they'll send you mail saying like this is a warning that we have a warrant for you or whatever but you know no in a lot of places it's just a matter of getting pulled over and that's when you find out i can't believe it i they, mean there are people yeah. there are people who have been issued warrants for too many parking tickets and they get pulled over and they get arrested and sent to jail yeah. because they have too many parking tickets like what a fucked up system. This is such bullshit. Like, in fact, yeah. And now he has to pay money to secure a lawyer and pay court fees to sue American Airlines, who in all likelihood will just settle out of court, I would guess. Um, and nothing, nobody, nothing will happen to anybody. Nobody will suffer any consequences. Maybe somebody will get fired. Who knows? Probably not. And that's that. That's the only recourse. Yep despicable because ultimately like american airlines should not have done that of course but not. it's ultimately on the police yes to know that that's not proper procedure and that they need more evidence to issue a warrant for somebody's arrest but that's the thing is that police need almost no evidence to issue a warrant for somebody's arrest Plus, they need really, a judge willing to yeah. sign a piece of paper at you know and they're, and they're not going to do their investigation jobs or have any type of burden of proof before they you know ruin someone's life because like people are mad on them on twitter right <laughs> So <laughs> people are threatening to defund them. Yeah. And and it's happened so much and they've lost so much political power. Yeah. Uh, no, Biden is president and the Democrats yeah. hate cops, so they don't, you know, how can we expect them to do their jobs? Torture extradition. <sighs> Welcome to the USA. Yeah. We love to see it. Are you guys ready for some good news? Oh, yeah. Am I? As a rhetorical question, I am. You are. You are. We were recently talking to a listener who said how much um, they appreciated. They appreciated that we ended on a on a on a happy note. Hell yeah! So. And thank you to the listener on Twitter who considered uh, the uh, issue with Kleana a, a a wildflower. I think we knew enough about it to know that it wasn't a wildflower. But thank you for for thinking of yeah. Us. But yeah. like releasing a bunch of cockroaches in if the circumstance. If everybody had gotten off exactly, free, yeah. that would a hundred percent be the it wildflower. Would, yeah, it would have fucking ruled. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if I, if I give any, you know, notes, constructive feedback on that direct action, one, they used a Madagascar hissing cockroaches. So, like, one, all those cockroaches are going to die. They're, you're not going to, like, the first winter, they're well, there, all, they're there all was, dead. There was fumigation immediately. Yeah, so. well, there is fumigation immediately. But if you got yourself some German cockroaches, like those little suckers... You, you'll never get rid of I, those. I'll never wish German cockroaches even on my worst enemy. Well. No, I don't. Well, what about the state? What about the injustice system? <laughs> 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 All right. uh, animal abuse. Yeah. Cockroaches yeah. are people too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Interior Department is set to phase out single-use plastics at all of its national parks. Um, this is very exciting. So actually in 2017, um, Trump reversed an attempt that, uh, to reduce and eventually eliminate single use plastics and specifically plastic water bottles for sale at national parks. And Trump was like, no, the people need their water. 
They need a little plastic bottle. Gotta have <laughs> um, so now this is basically a reversal of that reversal. Um, and they're Thank hoping. Thank you, Biden. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. Go, go, go Brandon. <laughs> you fucking did it. Um, so they're hoping to completely phase out all single-use plastics by 2032. But in the meantime, they're ramping down pretty, um, pretty quickly. And this is really, you know, like national parks are a, like kind of a lot of the country. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's not, we have. Especially out west. We have 480 million acres of federal national park lands. Nice. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, no, it's, it wasn't like a funny number or anything. It's just a good I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, if yeah. I had to like do a double take right. and be like, yeah. is 480 a new six number? <laughs> I don't know. We can make it one. Um, uh, and so this is really great because there's a lot of wildlife in these areas, obviously, who are susceptible to being damaged by plastics, by plastic trash. Um, this is really shocking. Uh, sorry, guys, I lost my okay. spot. So 48 could kind of be like one person's on, on the bed and the other person's like standing up. <laughs> and, and it's like, as he's like four is half of eight. So it'd be like, they're like half up on the other person. Is this making any sense? I'm, I'm trying to follow you. No, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to find my thing in the article. So, um, so this is pretty surprising. A national poll conducted uh, last last November said that more than 80% of American voters support the National Park Service to stop selling and distributing single-use plastics in national parks. Wow. 80% of Americans agree on very few things. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to, like, kind of the, yeah. the touchy, like, environmentalist issues where you just have, like, a solid third of the country that's always, like... No, no, fuck the environment. No, fuck the environment. I don't care. Um, so, yeah. Now you have to go to the, the, the dirty water fountain. You have to press the button. Who knows who pressed the button before him? Could have been a serial killer. Now you have to drink the serial killer water. <laughs> so I imagine the, 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 Trump, no, the Trumpian rebuttal. Like, so, what, we, you think I'd carry around a steel uh, canteen on my hip? What the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> Um, so interior managed lands generated nearly 80 tons of municipal solid waste in 2020. And much of that waste was in the form of plastics. So, so yeah, good, good on them and good luck. Uh, it's a, it's a little bright spot Hell yeah! in our dark, dark, dreary episode. We yeah. should do a, a bonus episode on plastics. Oh yeah. yeah. I would love to do a bonus episode on how plastics became recyclable. Uh, right. You yeah. can hopefully hear yeah. my air quotes. Yeah. Um, because it was basically like a massive campaign in like the nineties to trick Americans into thinking that recycle that plastics are recyclable. Oh Folks, shit. Plastics are not recycled. Very, very little. Less than ten percent of all plastics produced anywhere are recycled. So and it hurts the other things that are it, very easily it recyclable. It fucks up the entire recycling yeah. stream, which mm. used to be very, very efficient in this country until the plastics industry just kneecapped it. Mm. So we so, can ship it all to China, and then China doesn't take it anymore. Now they so don't now take it anymore, so now we just have it. So anyway, yeah, we'll do an episode on that at some yeah. point. But well, they're mining the plastic from the ocean. We, we should, we should yeah, cover that, too, that's true, as yeah. a, uh, a potential wildfire. Uh, we'll uh, have to do it after this uh, very uh, ambitious project that we're currently yeah. embarking on, yeah. which we're about to start on today. I'm so excited. And this is going to be the first of a multi-part series. We don't know how many. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe three. 
three maybe, sounds right. Maybe yeah. four. There's a lot of good. Three. There's got a lot of good trilogies. Good out things there. happen in threes. Yes. Yes. Um, Rules of and, and what's better than our government dosing its people for empire? <laughs> <laughs> so we we've wanted to do. You know, Chris especially really wanted to do this episode on um, MK Ultra, and I was like hesitant to do it because I'm like it's a huge topic. There's it's very complicated. It's a lot of research. It's a lot of note taking because mm-hmm. you really need to be able to like refer to specific, specific like Nazis and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, don't want to get your Nazis mixed yeah. up. No, you can't mix up your Nazis, which I literally did this morning on the way to breakfast. <laughs> right. I was like, wait, was it that uh, Nazi or this Nazi? Happens. Shit. Uh. Um, so in any event, today we're recording the first of a multi-part series on MK Ultra. We're going to be talking about Operation Paperclip, Operation Bluebird, and Operation Artichoke. These are the kind of the the precursors to the to the proper start of MK Ultra, yeah. this the CIA program. So and, and your spicy meta narrative that you told me this morning is how the story of MK Ultra is really the story about how the Nazis themselves, not like the government in the Third Reich of Germany, but the Nazis themselves won World War II. And yeah. that, you know, they integrated into all of the halls of power of like all of the currently reigning governments uh, of the world. Yeah. Especially through things like NATO, um, through things like migration to South America, and through things like, you know, the American NASA, the (laughs) space program, like uh, human experimentation in this country, which still takes place, like people. And, you know, the other thing is like MKUltra is technically over, but we still use the exact same techniques that were developed in the MKUltra program at black sites across the world. Whether Um, they worked or not. What, well, and we knew that they don't work. Yeah. It's literally just, you know, we'll, we'll make a lot of comparisons in the, in the episode. If you want to hear that, and I know that you do, because it's going to be great. You, you got a taste. You got a little taste. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, I, this might be the first time I ever release a teaser on the mainstream, just so folks can uh, get teased a little bit. But Titillated. Um, titillated. Scintillated. <laughs> so anyway, you can find that for a dollar at patreon.com slash ironweeds. And uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, anything that we have to plug? Uh, I was on the Australian Broadcasting Company. Yes. Oh, what? Uh, it's I, very it's a, good. A, a little, uh, the was, Good the, ABC. The, yeah, yeah, the Good ABC. There's <laughs> a series called Future Tense. I tweeted it. You can go go to my Twitter and find a link to it. Well, I'll, throw, I'll put throw, a link in the show notes too. Sweet. Okay. And then I'll I, find it. And then I'm going to be on a second thing, um, probably next week. Okay. Uh, called the Creative Process. David's going to be done nice. with us soon. He's going to get too big for this podcast because uh, he's never. He's becoming an international sensation. Never. Well, you, you, all, all, my only ask is uh, as as your star rises, you know, just give a shout out to uh, to the media project that you know it no, got you. There. Don't shout out <laughs> Ironweeds <laughs> on any on any respected platform. Oh, now, I think we should. Now, no. we should. now I feel divided. We, I don't think that you should. I don't well, think it would be good for your career to do so. I think you've got a sterling body of work here. Yeah. We're on what? Uh, episode 149? Did you not hear the logic he just fucking went through to try to turn 480 into a sex number? <laughs> like, were you present for that part of the episode? I was. That, that, I'm, Are you proud of you? Stand I, by yeah, I was, I I was by that. working really hard yeah, on that. That's some that of your was, best work. That was, I thought a lot about that. And I wow. Okay. If, if you want to see some more of David's best work, you can find us on Twitter. I don't. I don't fucking care anymore. Iron Roots Pod. And you can find the episode art that I lovingly craft every week over at 
Instagram. All right, Ruth's You've thrown me totally off. No, you don't get to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> you shirked your sure, sure, sure responsibilities. Angie can, as always, send us an email. Why don't you at ironweedspod? At gmail.com. Oh, I see you're willing to join in for the song. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Fair weathered friends. Hey, if you guys know about some sexual numerology that can turn 480 into a new 69, write to us. Oh, yeah, yeah. because mine wasn't good enough, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you. Bye bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Peace.